Are you wondering as a listing agent why you're not getting listings or why the listings that you do have are not getting their attention? Well, stay tuned. We're going to talk about the five mistakes you probably are making and stay tuned till the end because I'm going to talk about something that, you know, I've always done that I see other agents not do that is affecting their business absolutely right now through this tougher real estate market. Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Playbook, helping you win at the game of real estate every day. Here is your host, Jeremy King. All right. If you're serious about diving in, making a commitment to your business, comment, I'm in below, and we will absolutely take your listing strategy to the next level. We can have some accountability. I can reach out, you can reach out, and we can have some back and forth on that. I'm Jeremy Kane with the Real Estate Agent Playbook, both on the podcast as well as the YouTube channel. Please like, comment, subscribe while you're here. If you feel so inclined, if you really like what you hear, crank that notification bell. If you're over on the podcast listening to the audio, next time you stop, um, throw me a five-star review and share this with your favorite real estate agent. We're really working to grow this community and really provide some value for agents to level up their business, no matter what the market's like. All right. So first things first, this is something that's probably not anything new to any of you. Quit taking pictures with your iPhone. Uh, the only time I will take a picture with my iPhone is, you know, a coming soon where the photos won't be ready of the inside or something like that. Still not the best, but you must have that professional photography. It makes such a difference. Let's be real. We're in the internet age. People are making decisions. The first inclination that someone might make an offer on that listing comes from the internet, comes from when they're scrolling through those pictures and if they can actually envision themselves in that home. So those pictures cannot be taken lightly. Make sure that you're taking care of that and doing all the things you possibly can to produce on a computer screen this home in as lifelike and you know real version as possible. You don't believe me that it makes sense? Check out this. You can see here the photo on the left is absolutely a photo that was taken by an iPhone. The photo on the right is a professional picture and really demonstrates the value of you know everything and, and gives that emotional touch uh, to the senses, which is huge for you know those buyers to click on that heart and say, hey, Mr. Real Estate Agent, I wanna see this house. At the end of the day, you're selling that house. You need to get as many people through there as possible. So you don't want that stop sign to come up on the internet before they even set that showing. Okay, number two, generic listing descriptions. Now, with the advent of AI and ChatGPT and you know every real estate agent and their you know brother out there saying, okay, you can do listing descriptions on ChatGPT. If that was the worst part of our job and that's what you're doing to save time is using ChatGPT for that, absolutely run away with it. Make sure that you're always reading what it spits out. It is a robot. It does mess with us sometimes. So make sure that you're in compliance with your local boards. There's no ethics um, on ChatGPT. So make sure that you're ethical and doing all the things, make you're providing all the equal housing things. If you are interested in AI and you want to use it to a, you know, more in a more lucrative manner, check out this video I did with my boys um, from the Denver Wolfpack. We talk about AI and how we are using it at the early stages in our businesses. So with that said, if you are using AI to generate those listing descriptions, make sure they're not super generic. Make sure you're putting enough data into the bot to make sure that it's spitting out something that's not generic, it's unique. Um, 
and obviously catching and flows well. And, you know, honestly, we should probably be writing those descriptions ourselves. So if you are those, you know, one of those, it's not anti-AI or not using AI for that purpose, make sure that you are not just copy and pasting and, you know, filtering in colors and, and things. You want to be as unique as possible. So whatever you have to do with that listing description, make sure it's there, especially in this world of keywords and SEO, because we're going to use that listing description um, on our social media, right? And that's problem number three is people are ignoring social media or they're just putting it on their Facebook business page. They're not doing anything to it. I will tell you that um, there's a lot of, you know, people freaking out out there and they're like, oh man, how can I advertise and what should I do now? And, you know, some people are like, just boost the post, just throw money at it. That's not what we want to do. We need to make sure that we are building our brand on social media so that when we do have a listing, we can put it out there and thousands, you know, tens of thousands, whatever are seeing it organically. Then you have the option to do some, you know, Facebook ads or YouTube ads or whatever you're looking to do, but don't ignore social media throughout, right? This is a key time in our real estate careers that maybe we're a little slower, maybe times are a little tougher, but we have the ability to really build up our brand and take advantage of that so that when you do turn back on and you're super, you know, dialed in, you have, you know, deals coming in and leads flowing in that your brand can stay consistent and that you can, you know, say, Hey, I'm going to advertise this to my social media following organically. Look, it's 5,000 people. That's great. That looks good at a listing presentation. And we want to make sure we're presenting it to all avenues possible, especially because most of real estate agents are just relying on the MLS because that's what they've had to do for the last 10 years to sell a property. And that truly is not the best way to market a property overall. Absolutely put it in the MLS. I'm not saying that. I'm saying MLS plus the sexy marketing will go a long way. More on that in a second. The next is not using video. Obviously, I'm a video guy. I've done a ton of videos. Um, those videos are just a nice touch, right? And, you know, people are like, well, it's not going to sell the house, but it gets people interested. It drives people to that listing website. It drives people to the open house. And so video is eye-catching, right? You can run it yourself. Scroll through your Facebook right now. You see a moving, you know, image or whatever. You're more likely to stop and at least check it out. Um, the listing videos are absolutely key. Again, people, real estate agents, especially like, well, what's the return on that? If I spend $500 on a professional listing video, what's the return? There is no return. The return is you getting the listing, getting the listing sold, getting it sold for the highest value because you put it in front of as many eyeballs as possible, right? If you're out there looking at something, you'll much quicker watch a video versus, you know, a still image obviously, and your time spent on a video will be a lot more is what the statistics say. So make sure that you're doing that and you're utilizing video tours, utilizing the 3D tours if they're available to you. You just want to meet every single person where they're at. Some people love the MLS listing, right? The boring words, whatever. Have that available. Click on this. Take you to my website for the full listing. Okay, then they can scroll through the pictures, right? Then, then all of a sudden, oh, check out this link for the video. You're giving every single possible buyer the keys to the car basically to ingest that listing exactly how they want to. And that's our job is to really market it the right way over all channels so that we can get, again, the property sold for the highest amount of value.
And mixed steak five is honestly inaccurate information when you get in a hurry. You know, maybe you're not making that call to the HOA and maybe you're, you know, saying that there's, you know, you're just relying on the MLS input to funnel into your contract software for inclusions or, you know, whatever that may be. The big one in Colorado is the cooling, right? Some some places say central air. There's not even a furnace in the house. So how's there central air, right? And so you have to really be careful. Some of those public record you know, data gets skewed if you're just auto-populating and just going through it and putting your listing description in chat with GPT, make sure you're going through it. I always send it to my client and say, hey, you know, I'm pretty sure I got everything from our meeting. I took notes. I, you know, incorporated everything. But can you just review this for accuracy one more time, you know, while before it goes out to everybody in the masses? And and that's a absolutely game-changing thing. It also shows them that's usually when I get, oh my gosh, it looks so good. The pictures are great. You know, it, it's you know, hey, this is the presentation I put together. Remember when we talked about it on the marketing side? That's the follow through that comes from. And speaking to that follow through, you've reached my secret tip. And this is something that maybe you can't fix now. However, in hard markets or at lower price points, you need to be marketing the property just as you would a luxury $2 million, $5 million listing, right? Because the truth is, is that if you can have that body of work and that portfolio to show to potential sellers and say, hey, this is how I market properties, right? Sure, the seller that's selling a $5 million house, you know, but they'll be impressed, be like, okay, well, you sold that $250,000 condo. There's a video, there's full color flyers, there's X, there's Y, there's social media marketing, all of these things that you do, then you can show that. That's how I treat it all the way across the board. Because the secret of the top producers is we don't care how much the property is worth. We're going to show up. We're going to market it. We're going to put it in our portfolio to show, okay, yeah, when that situation comes up again, we're going to still service that client because a deal's a deal. And that's a life that we're affecting because we care more about the lives we affect than just the transaction and the check at the end. And to be honest, that's what you're really worried about when you say, oh, I'm not going to do anything you know, I'm not going to sell a house under $750,000 anymore. I'll just refer that out. That's a bad look, but it's even worse of a look to take it, just sort on the MLS and don't do anything with it. And then when the market does cool down and you're competing in a listing agreement against me saying, well, what are you going to do? Well, we're going to, you know, we're going to do a listing video. We're going to do, you know, this open house strategy. We're going to do this. And they say, okay, can you show me some examples? And you don't have any examples with your face, your listings, your experience on them. So it's important during this downtime, obviously people are, you know, going to do the things, you know, staging is a huge thing uh, in our market right now. If the house doesn't look perfect, it's not turnkey with the high interest rates they are not moving in. So staging is a big deal. But if you stage a property, show them the staging, right? And you have to be careful with that. Stagers sometimes don't like staging properties that are owner occupied. So you can have that conversation at that point. But make sure you're showing off. Make sure you're building your portfolio. Every single listing is building your portfolio. They always say from one transaction, you should get seven more deals. Well, that's not just like in the moment, right? If I can leverage what I did and how I you know, marketed this $2 million property or how I marketed this $500,000 property, depending on the price point you're marketing to for the new listing, if you have proof that you've done it and you show it where the other people can't do that and now it's a must in the market you're going to win that listing. So make sure you're being consistent. Make sure you're putting it in. I talk a lot about, you know, the profit margin, right? As listing agents, we're so, you know, tight and we're like, oh, you know, I remember a mastermind I was in. Should we be staging properties because they're sitting on the market longer than a weekend? 
Well, yeah, your profit margin is not going to be 99.9% for your entire career. That's part of the market shifting a little bit. So you need to make sure that your profit margin is never 99.9%. Put some money behind what you're doing so you show up because that'll carry your brand much further no matter what the market. And that's what we're really trying to do. So I hope that helps. If you agree with me, please smash that like button. Comment below if you learned something. And as always, share the podcast, uh, like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube side, and we'll catch you next time.